the social introvert. What do we do to mitigate the long-term risks of things more intelligent than us taking mm. control? Things like GPT-4 eclipses a person in the amount of general knowledge it has and eclipses them by a long way. Um, in terms of reasoning, it's not as good, but it does already do simple reasoning. And given the rate of progress, we expect things to get better quite fast. So we need to worry about that. I need the same house that the Batman got. TFM, I'm claiming my spot. Popping bottles in a pool, bitch. Got the blue lights in it. Damn, that's pop. Cut them off like a news clip. I don't give a fuck. Goddamn, that's I can put the bitch on a cruise ship. With a yacht club, we heading to the island. That's six straight. She can pull up on me when we going to the tropics. That's six straight. In the bedroom, but it's looking like Onyx. That's six straight. I can switch it up. I can exercise options. That's six straight. Nigga, guess what? I don't give a fuck. I was sitting down by the fireplace when the cut of bitches got exotic. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 478. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can get podcasts. I'm everywhere. Make sure you subscribe to the show. Give me that five-star rating on Spotify. Give me that five-star rating on Apple. Leave some feedback, what you think of the show, what you like, what you don't like. Doesn't matter. I'm I'm open to criticism. I don't care. If you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. I have other social media handles. The Social Introvert Podcast, which is the Instagram podcast page, and at Social Intro Pod is the Twitter podcast page. You can also follow me on TikTok. I'm back making music reels and TikToks. So uh, you could follow me on TikTok at Isaac Davis. And I'm over at the BYNK radio page. I got to get that up to date with the, the music TikToks. You can follow that at BYNK radio. Send your thoughts. You got any questions? You need any advice? Could be about anything, man. Don't hesitate. Send me recommendations on whatever tv show that you're getting into i know somebody sent me something on i I think it's a show called yellow jackets i guess they want me to get into that there's another show called uh ted lasso or something i think it's on apple tv i'm supposed to tune into that and just some other random shit from like shutter so i'll get around to that when i can get to it i got a lot going on things look man all i had to do was be patient because i was getting impatient I was like, fam, we already in May 2023. I'm supposed to have all this shit done and nothing is done. And just like that, in a matter of two days, boom, uh, shit starts happening again. And um, I'm, I'm feeling OK. I'm feeling OK. You know, I'm, I'm very cautious of certain things. You know, you don't want to get too excited because, you know, when that happens, something's got to go wrong. You know, so, you know, I keep I stay stoic. I stay level-headed and you know kind of chill out but uh everything's on an up and up everything's fine i know we got news on jamie fox having a stroke and being rushed to the hospital he is currently as of yesterday uh still in the hospital man uh listen i'm i'm i hope for a speedy recovery from jamie fox i'm pretty sure he's okay maybe it's the news that's kind of over exaggerating it i'm i'm hoping that that man is okay. Um, I, I can't imagine 
we we've lost so many greats, but it's so weird because I grew up watching Jamie Foxx. We all grew up watching Jamie Foxx. What the hell? I'm seeing him on In Living Color and so many other things. Of course, he got his own sitcom show, which was great. And uh, man, it, it's weird whenever you have these stars that you you grew up watching pass away and i don't want to speak that into existence so let's i don't even want to say that so we had we've had wrestlers we've had movie stars unexpectedly nba stars and so many others pass away and it's like a piece of you just leaves a little bit like your childhood just just withers away a little bit man i'm like damn we really watch these people grow up like and not even pass away a lot of these stars who end up retiring and not coming back like now bruce willis is suffering from a form of dementia and it i don't man it's so crazy because i'm like yo fam i remember when my dad introduced me to die hard and for the most part i've always been a fan of bruce willis i like a lot of his movies but you know, just in general, man, these these stars that end up, you know, going through, you know, a certain sickness or something unexpectedly happening to them that might possibly be fatal. It, it just feels weird, man. But I'll just say this, um, Jamie, I can't wait for you to do or put out that Tyson movie. I can't wait to see you. Apparently, he's rumored to be al simmons in the new spawn movie and they've been trying to get a new iteration of spawn off the ground i read the synopsis and what they're supposed to do and it's a little weird i'm not too i'm a little flaky on this spawn movie but since it's jamie fox rumored to play spawn i think I'm, i'm i'm fucking with it you know so in anything else that he has going on for the most part all i'm gonna say i'm gonna leave off with this uh Jamie's fine I'm pretty sure um, he will have a very speedy recovery and can't wait to see what that man has coming next uh really quick I had someone who hit me up in an email and asked me hey have you ever watched Reno 911 Reno 911 was this mockumentary show that came out in 2003 Niecy Nash was in it she's actually in the newer one but um it was it was sort of like hmm it it was like around the time whenever the office came out the whole office mockumentary style shit that's how reno 911 was they have a new series that came out i think last year it was 11 episodes called reno 911 defunded either 2021 or 2022 so i watched it and i i like the new reno 911 defunded it's it's fine. It just don't. It, it just don't hit the same like the one from two thousand three because they was getting mad shit off in two thousand three. There's they were doing some shit on that show before that they can't necessarily do now. But I will say the new Reno nine one one is it's okay. I like it. it. It's all right. And I watched. Let me see what else did I? Oh yeah, the the Weird Al Yankovic story about Weird Al. Uh, really good. I really like it. It's hilarious, too. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, who played Harry Potter, is playing Weird Al. And I really like that movie. It's it's fun. Uh, it's a cool watch. It's, it went by fairly quickly. You know, I didn't realize it until the movie. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's it? Yeah, so 
weird the weird al yankovic story was really good too and i went to see air which is about nike the the movie the you know air jordan right when they were getting ready to take off with michael jordan and and that brand and everything very good movie apparently there's a another movie coming out real soon called blackberry basically about blackberry and from what they said at the sundance film festival that that movie's amazing so i'm looking forward to that i've seen air i loved it i've seen uh what the tetris movie i think tetris is on is i think it's on apple tv if i'm not mistaken regardless uh tetris is great i love that movie and there's another movie i think i saw recently it was sort of oh yeah that's right my bad the social network the facebook movie i've i've watched that uh for a second time ever i've only watched it one time and i watched it again uh this week and i enjoyed it i love it and i forgot justin timberlake was in that movie too as um the ceo of or the 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 founder of napster uh, i thought that was cool but yeah and that's all i've watched this week oh yeah last week i went to see evil dead rise i did and it's okay i thought it was it was decent um i, I grew up watching evil dead i'm familiar with the franchise you know ash uh, played by Bruce Campbell and shit like that. First Evil Dead, cool. I love Evil Dead 2. I think Evil Dead 2 is one of the dopest horror movies ever made because in in all actuality, it's a comedy. So, yeah, it, it's some shit to laugh at. And then you have, uh, the third one is Army of Darkness. And Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness are both of my favorite out of all the Evil Dead movies because... The way Evil Dead 2 ends, it's like some time travel shit. It is unexpected. It comes out of nowhere. So Ash ends up in like medieval times. And you're like, what the hell? And the movie just ends. And then Army of Darkness picks up where Ash is in medieval times. And yeah. And of course, you know, Ash versus Evil Dead on, you can watch on Netflix, actually, I think. Unless it left Netflix already. But anyway, I went to see Evil Dead Rise. It was okay. Um, you know, it, it's about a, a single mother and her three children. And I I got to talk about it on Teradome Highway. I think it's better fitting there than here because I'll tell you really quick. I'll, I'll give you a quick synopsis. So um, the movie starts with this cold open and then it quickly goes, which was incredible. The cold open is woo, amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but then it goes one day earlier so i'm like oh shit okay cool we're getting a little bit of a flashback and um it takes place in a high-rise apartment building uh, that used to be a bank i guess but anyway an earthquake happens and one of the kids finds the necronomicron uh the book the the book of the dead that that brings back the deadites and shit like that and I'm sitting there confused. I'm like, okay, if this is a new iteration of Evil Dead, you know, 2013, and then we get this one, this new one. I'm like, where the fuck did the book come from? Because last time, the book was like in the middle of the woods. Unless this is a different story or whatever. But apparently, the lore is that there are three different books of the Necronomicon. 
and i i don't know it was okay they they added some like religious aspect to it i i wasn't really digging that at all i was like oh here we go this religious shit like why <laughs> we don't have to do that uh we had this whole thing where i don't know if they were trying to preach to the audience as far as like motherhood goes and the abortion laws and i'm like oh here we go like this bullshit too and but overall the movie was okay uh it was aight it could have been better but i I do like the ending sequence uh where the mother well i'm not gonna spoilers uh some some dope shit happens i didn't think they were gonna take it there but it it, they take it there It's, it's really cool um the kids ain't really safe so that was another interesting part of that movie and i'm thinking this is gonna be some like stranger things bullshit but it wasn't so that was cool too uh listen man all honesty i I really miss ash (laughs) that's all i I just want to see ash come back bro i I really like bruce campbell bruce campbell is an executive producer on this film um and he can't really come back as ash because he said himself the role is too physically demanding and he's getting older which i don't blame him but yeah if you want to go check it out uh check it out i actually i i prefer for people to go see the movie air air was awesome so yeah check that out but anyway let's uh get into some new music that song that you heard at the beginning of this podcast is batman by monroe flow off of his brand new project mafia island it's available on all music streaming platforms go check it out man uh larry larry june better watch out for little bro man i'm just so upset <laughs> larry june in trouble no i was just playing um i love them both man larry june's dropping some hard shit his brother monroe flow is is keeping up man that's all i'm saying he's he's giving he's giving larry june a run for his money i'm just saying i don't know ain't nothing wrong with friendly competition shit so on yesterday's podcast, uh, Cole Jackson, shout out to Cole from Gubbin Name Podcast and host of Thursday Night Lights, a radio show powered by BYNK Radio, airs every Thursday evening from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you tune in. Just go to BYNKradio.net to the top of the page at the header. Press play. Have yourself a good time. You won't be disappointed. But back to what I was saying. Cole Jackson said yesterday that these R&B niggas are kicking y'all ass and he won't lie in. Uh, Amaria, an R&B artist, dropped a brand new album called All For You. She's dope. I've I've listened to a couple of her songs. I like what I'm hearing. Uh, One of my favorite songs off of this album is called Damaged, featuring Fabo. Shout out to Fabo. That's one of, man, he's dope. Check it out. The Social Introvert. So damn. 
Once again, that's Damaged by Amaria featuring Fabo off of her brand new album, All For You. Check it out on all music streaming platforms. Pretty dope, man. I like what I'm hearing. Uh, she has a couple other projects out there. If you want to, you know, take a, a, a peek at her back catalog, you can do so. I don't think y'all be disappointed. I don't know. Listen, really quick. I, I was that kid, and I've said this before. I was that kid that was like, man, we got to listen to the real hip hop. Blah, 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 blah. We got to listen to the lyrical miracle. And I was I was like that. I don't want to hear that R&B shit. And the older I got, man, I don't know what it is with me and, and this this thing where um, maybe it's because, you know, the, the female R&B artists be looking good. And I'm just like, yo, man, like, <laughs> for example, Sabrina Claudia, I will blast her music. I don't give a shit. I don't care. But no. um, Yeah, man. I, I don't know what it is, man. The older I get, man, I guess it's an appreciation for it i don't know or i guess i could relate to it more or, you know i just i don't know if it's because i'm jaded or I, I don't know what it is man but you know i i like r&b shit i don't care i play enough of it on this podcast but anyway <laughs> let's get on to the next story uh jerry springer man uh, passed away at the age of 79 and um I just want to say really quick that uh, thank you. Thank you for making my sick days, my snow days, or the days I got suspended from school. <laughs> thank you for making all of those days I had off from school lit. Like you, I, man, I remember in elementary school, my mom, my mom wouldn't allow me to watch Jerry Springer. Oh, you can't watch this. It's too much and blah, 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 whatever. And I would still watch it when I got home from school to the point where she just gave the hell up and she didn't care. Because all I did was just laugh at it. I guess she thought I was going to take after the, the, the crazies and the bozos that, that ended up on the show. But I always thought that shit was hilarious. No matter what was going on, you know, of course, you know, Prior, there was at a point where Jerry Springer's show was extremely serious until I, I forgot what really got him into primetime. Some wild shit happened, and they were like, no, we need this on primetime television. The ratings are through the roof. Jerry, I remember, they said Jerry was kind of against it, but at the same time, he was like, let's go for it. Like a little devil angel type of contemplation. It, and, you know, the rest is history with Jerry Springer. Even to the point, Jerry Springer had a, a full-length feature film that went to theaters called Ringmaster. If you haven't watched Ringmaster, watch it. It has Michael Jai White. <laughs> and it was crazy because I wanted to see that movie so bad. And I remember, I literally re remember asking my mom, Mom, I want to go see the Jerry Springer movie. And she was like, what? You don't want to go see like, no. I forgot one mo other movie was out at the time. I was like, no, I want to go see the Jerry Springer movie. 
She took me to the Jerry Springer movie. Shout out to Moms. Moms is dope for that. Shouldn't have been watching it. Now that I watch it uh, today, like I watched it recently and I'm like, oh God, like what, what was my mom thinking? But anyway, you know, great movie. Rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Even see, This is how great he is too. He's so great at what he did to the point his head, his number one bodyguard on the show, Steve, Steve Wilkos, and everybody be like Steve or whatever, whenever he appeared or he like got involved with something. He got his own talk show, the Steve Wilkos show. And the Steve Wilkos show is, I think more so, it's more so like how the old Jerry Springer was before all the, you know, that crazy zany shit started to take over. Steve Wilkos show is like that. And uh, yeah, man, Jerry Springer, man, I don't care. He contributed to a lot. He could, the craziness that you see now on the TikTok or Instagram reels, Twitter, whatever, the fights and all of that and bullshit. Jerry, you could say Jerry Springer was a pioneer of that. You got to give it to him. And I'm sick of people. Here's the thing. I'm sick of people trying to act so prudish and righteous. And do you think that Jerry Springer uh, was a detriment to society? Do you think that he ruined? Like, shut up. I saw all of that type of shit. And it came from mainly the people that just do a lot of fuck shit. The ones that sit there and try to hide the skeletons in their closet. They were sitting there talking all that BS. Like, oh, Jerry Springer didn't do anything except for destroy society. You can blame him. He was part of the problem. Like, bro, relax. It's weird, too, because there's a lot of people that say that that's in my age group. It, you sound like them get off my lawn type of people. Like, the if it wasn't for, like, stop it. Just recognize greatness. What Jerry did was unprecedented and incredible and I, I think is part of the reason why um, our entertainment, as far as solo content creators who are on YouTube or Twitch, I think I think he was one of the first that contributed to that. And you got to give him his credit. So I'll just move on and I'll say, hey, rest in peace to Jerry Springer. Thank you. Thank you for being an influence on <laughs> on entertainment. <laughs> and uh, if you were wondering where you can watch Jerry Springer, you're like, man, I wonder if it's still a syndication. Go to Pluto TV. Um, he has it's Jerry Springer, Maury and some other shows. I think Steve Wilkos is a part of that. They're all, all on like one channel. Just type it in the search. You'll find it. So I was sent this story by Cole Jackson and uh, it's, let me see, it's an article on CNBC. The title of the article is Godfather of AI leaves Google after a decade to warn society of technology he's touted. Jeffrey Hinton, known as the Godfather of AI, received his PhD in artificial intelligence 45 years ago and has remained one of the most respected voices in the field. For the past decade, Hinton worked part-time at Google between the company's Silicon Valley headquarters in Toronto, but he has quit the internet giant and he told the new the oh yeah he told the New York Times that he'll be warning the world about the potential threat. Come on, pop-ups, the potential threat of AI, which he said is coming sooner than he previously thought. 
I thought it was 30 to 50 years or even longer away, Hinton told the Times in a story published Monday. Obviously, I no longer think that. Hinton, who was named 2018 Turing Award winner, uh, Turing Award winner for conceptual and engineering breakthroughs, said he now has some regrets over his life's work, the Times reported. He cited the near-term risk of AI taking jobs and the proliferation of fake photos, videos, and texts that appear real to the average person. In a statement of CNBC, Hinton said, I now think the digital intelligence we are creating are very different from biological intelligences. Hinton referenced the power of GPT-4, the most advanced large language model, or LLM, from startup OpenAI, whose technology has gone viral since the chatbot ChatGPT was first launched late last year. Here's how he described what's happening now. If I have 1,000 digital agents who are all exact clones with identical weights, whenever one agent learns how to do something, all of them immediately know it because they share weights, Hinton told CNBC. Biological agents cannot do this. So collections of identical digital agents can acquire hugely more knowledge than any individual biological agent. This is why GPT-4 knows hugely more than any one person. Hinton was sounding the alarm even before leaving Google. In an interview with CBS News that aired in March, Hinton was asked what he thinks the chances are of AI just wiping out humanity. He responded, it's not inconceivable. That's all I'll say. Google CEO Sundar Pichai has also publicly warned of the risk of AI. He told 60 Minutes last month that society isn't prepared for what's coming. At the same time, Google is showing off its own products, such as self-harming, ro- oh, not self-harming, Jesus, apologies, such as self-learning robots and Bard, its chat GPT competitor. But when asked if the pace of change can outstrip our ability to adapt, Pichai downplayed the risk. I don't think so. We're sort of infinitely adaptable species, he said. Over the past year, Hinton has reduced his time at Google, according to an internal document viewed by CNBC. In March 2022, he moved to 20% of full time. Later in the year, he was assigned to a new team within Brain Research. His most recent role was vice president and engineering fellow reporting to Jeff Dean within Google Brain. Let me get to, ooh, this is a long, long, long article. According to the Times, Hinton said he quit his job at Google so he could freely speak out about the risk of AI. He told the paper, I console myself with the normal excuse. If I had hadn't done it, somebody else would have Hinton tweeted on Monday. I left so that I could talk about the dangers of AI without considering how this impacts Google. Google has acted very responsibly. Yeah, man. Um, it's like even we got to the point of where you're able to talk to an AI chat to do whatever you wanted to do or it's as simple as asking the chat gpt to type you out a cover letter that's when it's dangerous already you don't think it was gonna go further than that you got people sitting here making art you got people sitting here saying hey uh this is just the basics now i'm not even about to get into the dangerous because wow i i could think of so many ways this shit could go asking chat gpt to type you out like a midi chord of a you know a piano melody or you know a drum beat pattern like is that's when it's already scary now let's see there's a really shit movie from like 92 
and I've only watched it one time. And it's called Lawnmower Man. It's horrible. It's a Stephen King story. You watch the movie. It's not. It's, it's like it's not even like Stephen King had nothing to do with it, and he didn't obviously. But it's a shit movie. But if you really sit down and critically think of the concept of Lawnmower Man, you're like, oh, this. AI being or what have you could be all connected to just one thing and control it all. That could potentially be what AI is. Just this one being that's able to do everything that the human doesn't have to do that puts us out of the jobs. At first, I was kind of cool with it. I was like, okay, you know, we could use it as a tool and, you know, we could work with it. But if it's as far as like having people laid off from their tech jobs and tech jobs that play that pay great freaking money that's a problem and I, I i'm shocked that they even did that i'm like wait these companies are really relying on this shit i don't think it's as reliable as y'all think it is this is about as hell another movie terminator skynet we all know how that went <laughs> it's not as reliable as you think they thought Skynet was supposed to be reliable and it just, it turned against everything. It turned against all humans and wanted to destroy everything. So I'm not going to say it's in a literal sense of um, what happens in Terminator 3, like Judgment Day. You know, it wasn't supposed to be stopped. It was going to happen anyway. Um, I don't think it's that literal, uh, but I, I think it's going to be a thing where it could be as dangerous as people being able to frame people for crimes and shit that he didn't do like the manipulation of pictures and the manipulation of video i'm not trying to get pop culture-ish again but if you watch unfriended 2 the dark web there's this guy who was very uh militant and he spoke out against the government well uh what they did was they, it was like this video manipulation to make it look like he was speaking out against I guess like the police force or the SWAT team and, and made crazy threats and then they came to his house shooting him up and that's how he died it it could get dangerous and I'm not trying to sit here and scare anybody or give it doom and gloom I'm just coming up with different scenarios of hey art imitates life I'm just I'm giving you what I know okay unfriended to the dark web uh terminator skynet and uh, what was the other lawnmower man even though it's a shit movie the concept ain't really too far-fetched it can go there <laughs> and that was just lawnmower man in that iteration of it was just vr shit so yeah um th this ai shit can get extremely dangerous and if he's if this man jeffrey hinton is warning us and he's kind of like backing away and trying to ease away from it yeah this is something that we got to pay attention to. But, you know, um, here in the West, we're too distracted and we think everything is just fucking cool. And yeah, before you know it, this is our, our concept, our, our concept of life. We always want to stick together when shit already hits the fan and it's kind of too late, you know. But anyway, I'm, I'm not trying to make this shit. I'm not even trying to end this podcast on a sad note. I'm just I'm just telling y'all, man, what's happening. And giving you a little bit of my observation is all. But to lighten things up, uh, Terradome Highway Podcast this Saturday 
I'll be talking about Wes Craven's new nightmare. The uh the cool Freddy, the cool Freddy Krueger movie. The the really like metal one that was you know, that that movie is so fucking good. I love that movie so much. And for the first time ever as an adult, I bought a pair of Jordans. Wow, like as a kid I wore I only had one pair of Jordans and they were the Jumpmans and that was it. And then, you know, recently last week, um I I went out of my way to actually buy Jordans. Uh, Jordan 1s, some I think mids. Uh yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised because I'm like, man, I ain't really I ain't trying to wear this shoe, man. Y'all can wear this shoe and I I just here's the reason why. Okay, I said, fuck it. You only live once. That's kind of how I, I took it. And I was like, let me just buy some Jordans. And then I was wearing them. And one of my old friends from way back in the day, he was like, nigga, he's like, are you wearing Jordans for real? He said, bro, I only seen you wear like some weird shit like Adidas and Reebok. And he's like, you really? He was like ecstatic about it. I don't know why. He said, I never thought you, I never see you wear Jordans, fam. I was like, well, I'm, I'm wearing them. He's like, bro, he, <laughs> he, t- he made it a whole thing. But I, I bought some, some Jordans and I bought these all red. The, the, the sole is white, but, um, the, let me see. Yeah, it's completely red. It's like the 1996, uh, Nike retros and, I bought, I bought Pumas, these all white Pumas with this baby blue It's like a hint of baby blue inside of the shoe. And then, you know, the tip of the shoestring is baby blue and the logo Puma, of course, is uh, blue. And I'm scared to wear those. They are so clean. <laughs> but no, I say all of that to say, um, I don't know why I did it. I was just like, fuck it, man. Like, what else I'm gonna do, man? I want to wear some Jordans for a change. Hell, well, like why not? So I did that, and um, yeah, man, I, I felt cool. I felt uh, I felt like a sneakerhead. I guess I don't fucking know. Anyway, let me get up out of here. I just didn't want to end this podcast on a uh, doom and gloom or down note about AI technology, but it is something that we have to pay attention to. Listen, it's gonna it could get so bad, right? This is like airport type shit. And I used to work for the airlines. They're already trying to, and they were, they thought about this in 2016. They're downsizing Delta in Atlanta eventually. And your, your whole getting through the gate to board your plane. You don't even need the paper boarding pass or your phone boarding pass no more. They going off of fucking face scans, like your ID type shit. Like they do in the movies, like, uh, what was that movie, Tom Cruise? Minority Report? And they were scanning, like, the eyes and shit like that. It, it, um, I think they did in Mission Impossible. I don't know. They going off of face scans. Like, l- go up to a literal machine and scan, like, scan ID your face. They trying to do that. And they've been talking about that since 2016. So, fuck around and find out if you want to. <laughs> but anyway, that wraps this episode up for me. Uh, thank you for listening to episode 478. Uh, man, I'm hungry. Uh, shout out to the 12 Kyle podcast, the John Effect podcast, uh, Tackless Know-It-All, Two Awkward Millennials, Random Tandem, Conversation Con Artists, Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, <clears throat> The Drunken Nights, 
Stakes is High podcast. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast. Shout out to the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, the Sex with Friends Podcast. And last but not least, shout out to our BYNK blog content creators, Robin Mortal and Jasmine Blue. You can go to BYNK.net, go to the lifestyle section, scroll down until you see Grown Man Shit, which is Robin Mortal. And Jasmine Blue, which is Jasmine Blue's blog. And, of course, I'm one as well. You scroll down, and you'll see Social Introvert. I have another entry coming. Should be on the way Saturday after I drop my um, Terranome Highway episode. So I'll have a new blog post out. And, uh, yeah, have a great week, guys. As usual, take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. Have an awesome weekend. We really creeping up on summer 2023, and I'm I'm just I'm just surprised how quick time has moved since 2020 came. That's all, you know. I'm, I'm trying not to get into doom and gloom shit. I'm just let me. I don't know. Time's not real. Don't listen to me. Peace. The social introvert.